Chris Ballas, he was known as Dr. Feelgood back in the day at Grand Rapids Northview High School. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign from the Wolverine.com. How you doing, my man? Busy, Billy. Busy, man. It's going to be a big few days and a few months for Michigan football, I'll tell you, preparing for the short term for this team and this program. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, the short term, long term. Herbert, the strength and conditioning guy, was a big blow. Not a total shock that he joined Harbaugh with the Chargers. Minner was expected. Now the question is, is Sharon Moore, who does he keep? Who else could leave? And when I say leave, uh, that's both coaches and players. Yeah, and I do think it was a shock. The Minty Herbert thing was a shock to the kids, and it was kind of a shock to us. We'd gotten a call on Friday night. As a matter of fact, when we were out to dinner, uh, after more signs saying that it sounded like Herb was the first one to commit to him and, and staying here, and then all of a sudden, L.A. comes at him and throws him an insane amount of money that you just don't see for strength coaches in the NFL. It makes you wonder if he's going to be kind of like a consigliere and and in addition to a strength coach for Jim Harbaugh, that's how much he respects him, and we know that. But it's essentially a part-time job in the pros, right? Which is why owners don't want to overpay for them. All these guys have their own trainers. You know, they're not working out with them in the summer like they would in college. So, um, and we saw Michigan players take to social media like crazy, even more than when Harbaugh left, expressing their disappointment. I think it was Mason Graham who said this one cuts deep. So, but uh, they aren't flocking to the portal right now and and they still want to see what happens with their position coaches we've heard that mike elston uh, has an offer from jim harbaugh potentially to go and join him with the chargers michigan's defensive line coach if they were to lose him as well then you're talking about you know you've got some elite all-american defensive linemen who are getting crazy offers to go other places and who are looking for reasons to stay in michigan but if the nil isn't up to par your coach isn't there your assistant coach isn't there your strength coach isn't there, then it's more likely that you're going to leave. So it's going to be a tough few days here for Michigan. they got to get some of these coaches signed and, and let these players know that they really want to keep them here with some strong offers. Um, Mike Hart took down any reference uh, in his profile on Twitter for what it's worth to Michigan. Uh, is he done coaching in Ann Arbor? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think that he's out recruiting, though, and talking to our recruiting guy, E.J. Howland. He hasn't heard much about him on the on the road, so that seems pretty telling. And it's been kind of strange, really, since Mike Hart, uh, you know, since the championship game, he wasn't at the celebration for the uh, the team when they came back at Chrysler Center on that Saturday night and uh, hasn't really been around as much. So I can't speak definitively on that, but there are certainly some clues there that perhaps Mike Hart uh, will be a casualty and uh, and won't be back. So whether that means he's going to be taking an NFL job or looking to be a coordinator or a head coach somewhere else uh, remains to be seen. But uh, as of right now, that's what we know about it. What's interesting, like you said, from the outside looking in, when he didn't show up to those things post-championship, maybe he knew Harbaugh was leaving, that Moore was going to be the head coach and that he was not going to be the offensive coordinator and decided to begin the journey looking for another destination at that point. Yeah, it could be. It's speculation, you know, and uh, all I know is that I respect the hell out of that guy and one of my favorite Wolverines ever, one of my favorite Michigan coaches ever. I think he helped change the culture of this program and was a huge hire in turning this thing around. So uh, hopefully whatever, if it's here at Michigan, which I obviously I would prefer, um, great. If not, then I hope uh, whatever whatever he does next, he has great success. Unless, of course, he goes to East Lansing or, or Ohio State or something, right? How ironic would it be that the little brother would come home? 
No chance. <laughs> no, no chance. Oh, come on. Now you set it up. I want, yeah, I, I want to around. see him with D'Antonio and Coach Smith <laughs> at the press conference in East Lansing. No, I don't. That's the last thing I think any Michigan guy would Oh, my God. And then he would say, yeah. you know what? He, he'd be at the press conference. He'd say, I was a little brother, and the little brother has come home to East Lansing. <laughs> no, no. All right, let's change the subject, man. What else you got here? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. Chris Bowles for the Wolverine.com. Uh, the Michigan Insider checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. So in terms of player movement, it seemed pretty solid when more when they moved fast and got past the seven-day waiting period to make that announcement that the remaining roster, for the most part, was safe. But now, over the last few days, and with Herbert leaving, and like you said, Elston, and this other talk, and whether it's Hart or whoever, that there seems to be a precarious period here we're looking at that you mentioned uh, in your first comments. How many players could they lose off this squad that would have been starters? Yeah, that's a that's we don't know that yet, and I think part of it is because uh, well, there's two things. The semesters they're well into the semester now, so there's 30 day period where the coach leaves and you are free to leave. Uh, Classes are weeks into into session at other schools in addition to Michigan. So uh, what you have to worry about most, and what I wrote in a column just a few minutes ago that I posted at Wolverine.com, is uh, the spring portal. Right, because now teams are going to have all these opportunities to pursue them for 15 days, from I think April 15th to April 30th, if I'm not mistaken, and or maybe it might be end of April to mid-May. But at that point, they're going to know what they need. That's when the strongest offers are going to come out. Hey, we are one or two players away here, right, from being a championship contender. Let's go out and get, for example, Kenneth Grant. You know, one of the guys who was reportedly following other coaches on Twitter after Herbert left and. And he could be the guy that's the missing piece to another championship team. We can give him a million bucks or whatever they want to give him down south. Now, a lot of those numbers are inflated. And that's what somebody, you know, made sure to tell me today is like, you know, they better get this in writing if these kids leave because half the times these kids are leaving and getting maybe half as much as they were promised. So it better be a strong offer in writing. But regardless, that's when I think you really have to worry the most. I don't think this 30 days is as big a deal. If it is, though, then you got an issue, right? Because then it's like not only do you have this period to recruit them back, but then you've got the, the April portal period as well. And I talked to people at the Champions Circle today who said they are working hard, hard on guys like Mason Graham, Kenneth Grant, Will Johnson, and guys like that. Some of those guys made less than $100,000 last year and could have made a ton more at other schools. And it's going to be up to them and the Michigan donors, frankly, to keep them here. Uh, that's just the reality of college football. It sucks. I hate it, but that's where we are, and that's what college football has become, Bill. Yeah, and that focal point that you just mentioned to me is the foundation that could get this team back to the expanded 12-team playoff next yep. December. It's that defense, and if they would lose two or three starters, God forbid more, off that mm-hmm. defense, they could be in trouble in year one with a new quarterback and a new head coach and a new coordinator and just – New coaches. Right. I mean, I, that that could be the recipe for disaster. It could be short term, and I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Sharon Moore is a great recruiter, and I think long term, he you know he'll do a really good job there. But you want to get off and running and get off to a great start, and and that means continuity. I mean, that was one of the reasons that you hire this guy, right? Is because the um, because what you what you you want that continuity, and you want the team to stay together. So. 
it's tough. It, it really is, and it's tough for him, and it's tough for the coaches. And uh, you just hope that um, you just hope that he, you know he can keep the rest of these guys together, and that that things just settle down for him, and then you can concentrate on the roster. Not only maintaining your roster, but adding pieces. For example, Jake Rudock, I think they added in the late period several years ago, was, was Jim Harbaugh's first quarterback, right? And was a huge piece. If you can add some of those pieces like Michigan has the last few years with Olu, Olu Timmy and guys like that, then you're definitely going to have a better chance to get back to that playoff. And just think about Harbaugh's journey after Rudock, who was awesome. I'm talking at QB for Michigan. And Rudock was awesome in that uh, first year for Harbaugh. But then the ups and downs and finding stability really – Cade for a bit, and then J.J. for two seasons, how long it took Harbaugh, and Moore's going to have to hit the ground running with a QB, a new one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, maybe, you know what, maybe Alex Orgy or somebody steps up. Maybe Jaden Denigal makes a huge jump. Uh, you know, we haven't seen these guys play. We know they've had their moments in practice, but at the same time, we've never seen Alex Orgy throw, right? Now, it wasn't like he came in like J.J. McCarthy did as a freshman. Uh, you know, there was a specific package for Orgy, McCarthy was allowed to throw the ball. We haven't seen that, so hopefully, hopefully that changes, and um, but uh, and that maybe some of these guys really blossom. But to me, the next starting quarterback at Michigan is somewhere out there, and they're going to have to get him in the in the spring portal, in my opinion. Chris Ballas has the latest with the Wolverine dot com team at the Wolverine dot com on more on putting together a coaching staff, the new strength and conditioning team, uh, a lot of changes, and will. Uh, the Power Five big boys go after Michigan's top players. Follow everything at thewolverine.com. Chris, appreciate the update. Anytime, Billy. Thank you.